Okay, so one, two, one, two. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Um, I decided to do something kind of different on this podcast. And uh, well, welcome everybody first to the podcast, um, Elijah's Leadership in Ministry Growth Podcast. Um, something I decided to do a little bit differently this time This um, on this podcast is um, I had given this talk uh, with our staff. And uh, this will be a two-part talk. The first part, uh, we want to go over the values of the ministry that we are in or the organization that uh, we are part of um, here at the Great Commission Missionary School. And um, so this is part one, and this would be uh, basically the five values or five values out of ten that uh, we um, are, you know, pushing here at school or at our ministry um, that we are doing. Um, and there's you know a lot of things that we can talk about, but I primarily want to talk about about five of these uh, today. Um, some of the goals that we do in our ministry or in the school that we have here at the Great Commission Missionary School, um, we want the students to understand the true meaning of a Christian life, and that's loving God and people the way that Jesus did. Um, also developing Christian habits like prayer, Bible reading, you know, honoring each other and so forth. And so um, there's quite a bit of, um, you know, there's other goals that we have here, of course, but these two I wanted to kind of focus on and um, go through them. So uh, this will be very simple, very basic. Um, I think uh, hopefully for some of us, this is just an encouragement as we are, you know, growing and as we are uh, learning to be leaders uh, that we can continue in um, the direction that we want started. So uh, principle number one, principle number one or value number one is to maintain a place of growth. Second um, Peter's uh, chapter two, uh, chapter three, verse 18 says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Um, and so here uh, I want to underline the fact that it says to uh, grow in the grace and knowledge. So we grow spiritually. Um, here at the um, ministry that we do, you know, we push fasting uh, for people to fast, for people to uh, grow in their spiritual man, for them to grow in uh, the scriptures, uh, for them to grow in their studies, for them to grow in the presence of God, and also in the knowledge. And those uh the knowledge also is the the more maybe uh, the head part of it, the intellectual side of it, the history side of it. Um, so we grow in the grace, the spiritual side, and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So even in our Christian context, we are continuing to grow. Uh, the moment that you stop growing is the moment that you need to stop leading. Now I'm going to repeat that again. It says the moment that you stop growing is the moment that you need to stop leading. Um, growth is an essential part of a ministry, of any leader um, that's leading a group of people because they are following you. Uh, and so uh, the question I want to ask uh, at the end of this is, um, imagine the people following you would do the things that you do every day would they continue growing and would they be closer to God? So imagine the people that are following you. Imagine the people that are going after uh, you know, your leadership and they would uh, um, duplicate or they would mimic everything that you do every single day. Will they continue growing? Will they be closer to God? Um, 
And that's a good, you know, that's a good question because we, you know, here in our ministry, we force people to, uh, not force, but part of the curriculum is to, you know, read their Bibles, to do their homework, to spend time in prayer and so forth. But are we growing? Are we doing things that would help them grow if they were doing what we were doing? I think this is a great way to just look at our, um, you know, our habits, our our. Uh, routines or uh, time spent, you know, are we doing things to be effective, especially if we're leading people, uh, living in an organization or living in a time that is consistently changing. And uh, it's one of the uh, keys that people need to have and that they need to learn to grow, to adapt. They need to learn to do this. Uh, Otherwise, you just, you know, will stay, be left behind and stay behind and you won't be able to accomplish much. Um, now, continuing on, uh, the next uh, habit that I want to talk about, our next value is is humility. And I think this is big because maybe this is almost counterintuitive when you are a leader and you want to be bold and you want to, um, you, you know, have uh, people's attentions and so forth, which I think is good. It's very, very important. Uh, but you're able to do that with a humble spirit. Um, so it is not the power here in the ministry. We tell people um, that it is not the power that comes from you, but through you. We acknowledge the fact that we cannot do this by ourselves, but by the grace of God that is able to help us uh, do these things. Um, therefore, um, you know, in Romans, it talks and tells us very simply, uh, telling us that it, to live in harmony with another, not to be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position do not be conceited Um, do not be conceited Uh, and don't walk around thinking that you're better than people you know maybe that you're trying to be cool or you're trying to uh, you know uh, impress people and so forth and we want to uh, have that deal yeah we can be bold we can you know show the initiative and you know we can work hard and uh, and stand up for what we believe in but we're able to do this with humility with honesty one of the things I I want to mention here is here in ministry I think in any ministry it's a word I came across called posturing when people try to you know exaggerate to mislead uh, or um, interpret, you know, to impress people. Uh, sometimes if you have a low attendance, you want to, you know, increase the number. Sometimes things didn't go so well, and maybe people didn't respond so much to your message, and yet you want to, you know, uh, maybe blow it up a little bit. Or, you know, um, all the things we try to do to... Um, to mislead people just so that we feel kind of bad and it's kind of like lying but you're just trying to posture yourself you're trying to make yourself look better it reminds me of the time with my dad when he uh, was growing up and for the flamingos that would run after them they would have to put their hand above the head of the flamingo and when they would see that it's a false interpretation it's false you know height of a person just you're raising your hand and the flamingo or this uh, specific bird, it, ostrich, I believe it's an ostrich, it, the ostrich would uh, basically get scared. You know, this kind of reminds me of the time with uh, with my dad and he, uh, when they used to uh, run after ostriches. Um, and these ostriches would run after you and they would be pretty tall. But if you'd raise your hand above them, um, then they would get scared. And they think that you're taller than them. Therefore, they don't, you know, run after you. And that's kind of what I see us posturing as is when you lift up your hand and you're giving a false image of who you are as a person. 
Um, there's one very really famous uh, preacher. I think you guys might know him. His name is Mr. Whitefield. Um, and I want to read this little place of, uh, of uh, history from him. It says, Mr. Whitefield, having delivered a disclosure of rare beauty and eloquence in the city of Charleston, had just retired from the pulpit and was wending his way down out of church when he met an acquaintance in the aisles who was shaking him uh, by the hand and congratulated him on the splendid effort that he had made, saying, Brother Whitefield, you have preached the most eloquent disclosure I have ever, I was highly delighted. Whitefield, instead of you know being in the least elated or feeling good, replied, um, in the most solemn and impressive manner. Ah, brother, there is one in advance of you for the devil told me before I left the pulpits. Meaning that, Mr. Whitefield, that was a great message you preached, but he said, hey, you're too late, brother. There's somebody who already praised me, and that is the devil before. We need to be careful. We need to walk in humility because before the fall, uh, there's pride that begins to grow inside of us. Um, next thing, uh, the third point that I want to talk about is edification. You know, when people need to be, uh, the, one of the things that the values is to spend time edifying each other. This word, edification, it means to build up, right? In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs. That is, that they may benefit those who listen. When coming to uh, school activities, students should have uplifted and encouraged, should be uplifted and encouraged to grow. Now, this is big. That means we literally build each other up. We don't tear them down, but we're like a building in this word to edify. It means to build up, to continue the building process of what's what of something that already started and so we continue to build we need to have the right attitude and when it comes to edification we need to be careful we say how we spend our time what we do with it especially when we're leading other people that it's not just waste they have enough time that's wasted they have enough time that maybe they've already done but this things that we talk about let it build up there's a quote i want us to remember what susie says about sally says more of Sully than about Sally. Let me repeat that. What Susie says about Sally says more of Susie than about Sally. What you talk about other people says more about you than what you're actually saying about that person. So may you guys remember that. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt once said that small minds discuss people, average minds discuss events, great minds discuss ideas. And uh, may we use our time, a way to edify and to build up. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, one of the cultures. The next one is um, living a life of sacrifice. We find this in scriptures in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Uh, Apostle Paul writes, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. A living sacrifice. You live your life to serve. Matthew says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. The willingness and the gladness uh, to serve, to give. Uh, a life of sacrifice. A life that is dedicated, that is focused. Uh, I believe that the more you're given in to the 
ministry that you're doing where God has called you or what you feel is right, living this life of sacrifice, the more effective you're able to be. When you set the kingdom of God over your personal agenda, you're able to be effective in the ministry that God calls you to do. Next thing I want to talk about is um, the last, the fifth thing there, this first part, second series of the of the first part of the series, um, the values that we have here is the ability to model that like you are a walking example. And Timothy, Paul writes him, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example, be an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. So what we do is more than what we say. How we act is more than what comes out of our mouths. People need to respect you as a person before they listen to you. And we're all called to be leaders. We are called to model, to show people. And and this might be a high calling. This might be kind of under pressure or we all make mistakes. I understand that. But when people see us, they need to see something that they um, can either admire or they can respect or they can see that this man or this woman, she is uh, a solid person. And uh, I want to end off with saying this, that um, as we're modeling, as we're living our life, and uh, I don't know what context you may be listening to this in, but I know that in ministry, I know that when people serve God, that people don't necessarily follow you because you are the wisest person on the team. Me being a team leader here, I, um, in leading this organization, do not find myself to be the smartest person, nor do I find myself to uh, maybe have the best talents um, or be able to do all the things that maybe some of the other people do. And it's not under my wisdom or leadership. I think that sometimes people even remain here. Uh, sometimes, you know, I joke around and say, hey, if you're a good looking, people follow you. But even your good looks can't, you know, keep people for long um, and your talents as well. Um, but I want to say that people, you know, especially in the ministry, they follow you because of your relationship with God, because they see your real, authentic, raw relationship with God. They're drawn to it. They're drawn to the passion, drawn to the work that God is doing, what God is speaking there, the supernatural sense. I think something inside a human is just drawn um, because they're here to build a relationship with God, and they see that inside, they yearn, they long, they want to know what it's like to have been authentic, to be in a real, honest relationship with God. So when we honor, when we show, when we model our relationship with God, when we express some of our things that God is doing in our life, when we show people by this, people tend to fall, they tend to flock around that because the Spirit of God is moving in that area. So I want to encourage you guys with this, that... Um, as we you know live our life as we're doing our ministry as we uh, spend time here that we always continue um, these values and keep these values you know that are important it's uh, to continue growing to stay humble you know to build up and to encourage people to live a sacrificial life uh, being an example to the people around us now this is just the first part of the series um, or the two-part series, and I will continue with the next five um, here shortly. Um, if you look at the meeting notes, or if you would look at the notes um, here at the podcast, you will see that I have uh, posted up a link, and this is a Google Slides link. Uh, feel free to just briefly look over the slides of what we talked about, and um, 
Uh, I really hope that this blesses you and, and helps you kind of just reevaluate and look at the different um, values that we have. Thank you. You're good. I just finished.